everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Street Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Luke, and I'm excited to be here with you today. All right, so we're on uh, part three of our four-part series, Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Light. And uh, today's episode is called Faith in the Fire. Let's start thinking about faith, right? And what, what is faith? And uh, it says the dictionary definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Right? Um, as, I, as I was putting together this week's episode and, and how everything matched with me, um, I started thinking about, I have a friend, a uh, spiritual warrior brother of mine named uh, Brian. And Brian uh, is, a, is a quickly becoming a very good friend of mine. And uh, the man is very strong in the faith, like ridiculously strong in the faith. And he was telling me about something he did. We were talking about temptation and how do we deal with temptation. And, uh, you know, we, we were talking about how do you deal with that. And, uh, you know, he said instead of trying to... Um, ask God for help for what you're going through. Like, Lord, please take these thoughts from me, whatever. He's found a lot of good in turning it into praise to God and essentially thanking God for helping him before it's already happened. And he said his theory behind this is, is that, you know, the devil's coming at you with these thoughts. And uh, the one thing the devil cannot stand is that for God to be praised. So because you're praising God for, for helping before it happened and you're literally causing the devil to stop doing what he's doing because it's causing God praise. You know, I kind of took it at face value. I was like, huh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Well, I tried it, and uh, for me it worked. It worked incredibly well. And uh, matter of fact, it worked way harder than just asking God for help um, in those moments and dealing with those temptations. And uh, it, w- it was super impressive to me. And I started really digging into this, like why— why did, why did that happen? And I, I was pondering on it for a little bit, and I was doing some Bible reading, and I came across the Bible verse of Mark eleven twenty I'm going to go ahead and read it here to you. Um, Jesus says, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. And so I, I started thinking about that, right? And I started thinking about, Faith, you know, we always talk about faith uh, can move mountains, but notice that Jesus was very intent with his words. You must believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Well, you know, started thinking about that, and, um, you know, it's not always easy to do that, but, uh, you know, what I really took from that was that if you, you know, if you actually believe, believe 100% and have no doubt that, that you can, can move mountains, you know, you can do anything. You know, we find example after example in Jesus' ministry about healing and miracles. And in almost every case, it's reference to the person's faith or belief in Jesus as the reason why the healing took place. Almost like that belief had to be necessary for the power to work. And I know that Jesus is almighty, so um, God's power doesn't need us to do anything. But it looks like it's part of the deal, almost like it's an exchange program. Like in exchange for your faith, you get you get this this gift, and, uh, it, you know, it, it stuck with me um, pretty well after that. So, you know, I started thinking about using my fancy deductive reasoning skills. This led me to, to believe that, you know, any, any prayer that's prayed with absolute faith will be answered. But then I started thinking, so, so why is it sometimes that our prayers still aren't answered, you know? Um, let's start with the possibility that you may not have 100% faith and 100% doubt and what you're praying for, you know, and, and myself as a, as an example for that, I've prayed about some things, boy, have I prayed, I've prayed so hard, 
uh, for some things I've wanted, either situations to happen or, you know, people to be with or jobs to, to get or, you know, futures to have, whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, I, I've had answered prayers. I sure have, but I've had some that haven't. Um, you know, and I, wh- what I know is this. My faith is strong. I know how I feel. And I have 100% faith in that God is capable of giving me whatever I pray for. That is not a, ever a question in my mind. So in that regard, I have 100% faith. But sometimes I do uh, question, sometimes even if it's just little lingering underlying questions of doubt on whether I'm praying for the right thing, whether I'm doing right by God and what I'm asking for. And I think that little bit of doubt may, may be a problem, you know, and it may be a problem with some of the things that we're, you know, we're praying as believers and, and listeners to the show. Um, you know, but let, let's for the sake of the argument, just purely for the sake of the argument, um, let's say that uh, you wholeheartedly have faith in what you're praying for. So what are some of the reasons that your prayers still aren't being answered, right? And I started to really deep dive into this thought. And uh, what I came up with is, um, you know, will and timing. Will and timing. We'll start out with will here. So does your will match God's will? And, uh, you know, uh, much as we would like it, uh, no, nobody that I know anyway it can just go ahead and Google God's will and it pops up, right? Like that's not something we can just do or ask Alexa what God's will is and we know and that's that, right? That's not how that works. So where do we get it from? Where do we know God's will? Um, and I'll tell you, we, we get it from God's word. You know, we can we can figure we can figure that out by comparing our prayers and uh, their compatibility with the Word of God. So um, we can ask ourselves some questions. You know, um, does these things I ask for does it go against what God says in the Bible? Does it go against God's Word? You know, if we're for some reason, if you are, you know, I pray that I want to be a rap star and tour the world and be rich and, you know, be with a million women or something like that. And, you know, all, all that sounded good up until the be with a million women. Well, you're not, you're asking God for something that's contrary to what it says in this God word in God's word. You're meant to find a, find a wife, be married one, one woman. And that's that. So uh, you can't expect God to answer your prayers if you're not asking for him to do something that goes along with his will, which we get from his word. You know, if, if what we're praying for isn't aligned with the Word of God, you can rest assured knowing that God will let that prayer fall on deaf ears. So let's say, just for the sake of the argument, that your prayers do align with God's Word and your prayer still hasn't been answered. What can it be then? I believe the answer is God's timing. So why would God's timing be different? Um, you know, why would it not match? And the answer is often... We don't know. We, we, we don't know for certain what God's timing is, but I can tell you that uh, God oftentimes will use these situations to mold us and uh, shape us and prepare us for what lies ahead, right? It says here in First Peter, which I'm going to have to pull up here, so give me one second. In First Peter 1, chapter 1, 6 through 8, it says, So be truly glad... There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show you 
that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious and inexpressible joy. So it talks about there uh, as being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Well, how does that how does that work, right? Does uh, fire purify gold, right? Well, it melts out the impurities, right? And uh, you know, it's funny we were we were talking about uh, worship music um, the other day, and uh, Maverick City Music is a is a Christian worship group, and uh, they're fan- if you haven't heard, please look up Maverick City Music. My goodness. It is some of the most heartfelt, God-glorifying music you'll ever hear in your life. But they have a song called Refiner. And uh, Refiner uh, literally talks about that, essentially asking God um, to refine you, to put you in the fire, right? And I'm looking up some of these lyrics right now, and it says, uh, If the altar's where you meet us, take me there. What you need is just an offering. It's right here. My life is here, and I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're a fire, the refiner. I want to be consumed. I want to be tried by fire, purified. You take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. So what, what they're, they're saying there is that they want that. They want that purification through fire. And sometimes God, I believe that God's timing and, and ours not aligning is part of that time. He uses it to to really to, to shape us into what we need to be as believers for what he ultimately and what we ultimately need in our lives. Um, you know, looking at that, looking at that, it's not easy, right? This is something that is not easy to deal with, um, dealing with the timing and the shaping and the refining. But really, if we think about ultimately, it can hurt, right? It can absolutely hurt. It can be terrible. Maybe some of the most trying times of our lives. And some of these seasons, you know, can just completely wear you out. But if you look at it from the right perspective, that, that God is not trying to hurt you. He's not trying to hurt you at all. If anything, he's trying to, to shape you into exactly what he needs you to be, and exactly what you need to be uh, to get to where you both want to go in life. It changes, changes how you look at the pain. You know, it changes changes how how you should feel about it it changes it from a from a desperation and a sorrow to a to a joy and hopefulness in that and it's you know it's really something that once you recognize as a believer it's very very healthy thought to to go through um so why do i bring all this up right just unanswered prayers and all that no uh, the answer is i believe that every one of us that are praying for something we are actually at some cycle of of what I talked about here. You're either having issues with your faith, having issues with your uh, doubt. Um, you're asking for something that's a, that not in accordance with God's will and you're asking or you're asking for something and the timing doesn't match. Well when that when that's the case in any one of those things, if you recognize this stuff, you can dig back into it. you can dig back into your faith, you can dig back into your your thoughts and you can really, you know, erase that doubt you can 
dig back into God's word and worship and praise and, and ask yourself, are, are, are these things I'm asking for, are they in line with what God wants? You know, are they in, is it in alignment with God's word? You know, when all that's the case, then you ask yourself, you know, in God's timing, is he trying to prepare me for something? Is he, is he trying to shape me for, for what I'm asking for? And if that's the case, embrace it, own it, you know, dig deeper into the word, pray harder, worship longer, keep an eye out for what he's shaping you for and embrace it. Because the sooner you do that, the, the possibility of his timing, your timing matches up, increases a bunch, you know, and it's, it's super important. I know that I, I have prayed like crazy for things and, and they have not come true, but and here I am. I'm, I'm in, I'm in the, his timing versus my timing phase of it. And I'm, I'm getting reshaped and, and reformed. And it's hard. It's hard to be in those situations and be getting, you know, beat on and put in the fire and going through these trials and tribulations, but knowing that he's with you and knowing that he's doing something so good He's purifying you for what he wants you to do. Like, that's an amazing feeling. The idea of that is so impressive, and it changes the outlook on how you look at it. I no longer look at it like I'm suffering through a season. I look at it like he's making me exactly who he wants me to be, and I'm happy with that. I sit here in joy and praise in these, in these trials, in these situations, because he's refining me, and he's turning me into exactly the person he wants me to be, and that's worthy of praise and glorification, and I will I will sit here and do this, and I'm super happy about that. Um, for those of you that are that are out there, and you're at this point where you're trying to figure out why your prayers aren't being answered, I ask you to look into those things. Look into them and and ask yourself, you know, do I believe this a hundred percent? Is it lined up with the Word of God? And search and look, and if it's all there, ask yourself. Is the timing not matching up because he doesn't have me where he wants me to be? And am I embracing? Am I embracing the purification process that I'm going through right now? Am I embracing the trials? Am I embracing the tribulations? Am I, am I worshiping him through all of it and letting him shape me into what it is? I, I believe wholeheartedly if you ask him to do it, if you ask him for that, that yes, it may ne- never be easy but he will get glorification through it and it will, it will help that refining process maybe go a little bit faster because you're going exactly the direction he wants you to go and you're not fighting it or, or slipping away from it or shying from it. It's important. It's an important part of the process. The, if you're, if you're in one of those situations, I, I ask that you do that. I ask that you, you listen. I ask that, you know, maybe you try to find someone like Brian in your life that can, that can help lead you spiritually and guide you in a direction. That's why, you know, meeting with other groups of Christians are so important, uh, getting into your church and into small groups and worshiping. If you have issues with that, please reach out to us. I'll be glad to help you. I don't care where you live. I don't care where you're from. If you reach out to the podcast, you know, through either our Facebook fan page or through our Gmail account or any, any other ways that you could reach out to us, you, you feel free and do that. And we, we will help you find a, a good Bible-based church that is in your area that can that can help you on this walk. We can help you find small groups. If you're someone that's dealing with sin and praying to get out of it and you need help, we can help get you to where you need to go. Not only are there things like AA, but there's programs like Celebrate Recovery, which is a good Christian-based AA type of program that uh, really I, I've 
done some more research and learned some more things. It's more for it, it's more than just for addictions. It's for people, anybody who's hurting and struggling and needs help and wants to celebrate the glory of God as they recover from whatever they're going through. And it's a really incredible program. Um, and if uh, any of you have questions about that, feel free to reach out to me. I know there's um, chapters of Celebrate Recovery at churches all over, and uh, I'm excited to help you out with that if that's the case. If there's anything else that um, we can help you with as a podcast, please let us know. Uh, we'd love to do it. We are going to start a, uh, a separate interview series where I'll continue to do these episodes where I, I preach about what the Lord puts on my heart, but we're also going to put out around once a week different um, interviews that we do. I call it interviewing the saints or we're still working on a name, but, uh, it should be pretty good. And, uh, we're going to talk to people about different testimonials about what they've been through and how they came, uh, to serve the Lord and what they're doing. Uh, and it should be a good time. So uh, please, anyone, you know, listening, I hope, I hope this reaches the world, but for those of you who are listening, if you're struggling with your prayer life and you're struggling, what you're asking God for, go back to these three things. Really let it touch home and ask yourself the hard questions because if you ask yourself the hard questions, you will you will get to be to exactly where you need to be. One last thing that just hit my heart that I want to talk about. If what you, if you decide what you're asking for, if you get to come to the realization that what you're asking for is not in alignment with God's will, then start praying that He shapes you into the prayers that, that you need to get in alignment with God's will. Ask him for his will to be done. He knows that, and he can answer that. But you have to believe. You have to have no doubt that that's what you want because the Bible teaches us that God ultimately wants what's best for us. So if you're, if you're willing to let go and let God, like they say, your prayers may be answered better than you could ever pray for yourself. Let's go ahead in this bad boy in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the ability to talk to these folks today. Thank you for letting us pray to you, Lord. Thank you for listening to us and answering our prayers. And thank you for letting us know that if we pray, if we pray something that's in accordance with your word, Lord, and we pray with 100% faith and 0% fear, that we can move those mountains, Lord, that we can do all things through you, Lord, and that your love for us is never-ending. It's always there, no matter how far we run from you. No matter what we've done in our lives, you're still there for us, Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for the ability to have a prayer life, Lord. Thank you for the ability to communicate with you. Thank you for giving us your son to die for us so that we could be filled with the Holy Spirit and have a relationship with you because you're right there inside of us, Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for the faith and knowledge and love that you give us, Lord. Thank you for the ability to be there for each other and to help be reminders of your love and peace in this world, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for filling us with it, Lord. Thank you for for letting us have that peace of you with us, Lord. As we come across this Easter season, I just want to say thank you for being that ultimate sacrifice for us, Lord, and giving, giving all so that we can be fulfilled. As in your mighty and all-powerful name we pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.